Pressuring Podcast number 43. We are rolling in the studio once again on a Tuesday night. Very special podcast because Car Drinks officially turns one. Well, the Car Drinks podcast officially turns one years old. One year old. Can't even talk. Number 43 coming at you. Jake, Max, myself in the studio. How are we doing tonight, fellas? I'm amped. I'm amped. I'm ready to go. I can't believe it's been one year already. We talked about this for a while, but we did it. A lot, lot going on right now, a lot of traction right now, and uh, we've been growing faster than we thought we would, so very thankful, ready for another fun night, ready to go. What about you, Max? Oh, I'm excited. I'm hydrated. I'm pumped. Thank you to all of those that have been following us since day zero when we had just started out on episode one and are still with us here. For all the new ones, welcome to the family. Welcome, welcome. This is a monumental podcast and a and a big time for car drinks, actually. We had a spike in followers the past week or so, I would say. We went from about 140 to uh, approaching 1,000. I think we're maybe 15 or so, less than 15 away from 1,000. We might hit it live on the podcast. You never know. We'll have to get the air horn ready to go. We are 13 away. 13. Ooh, baby. And they're still 13. rolling in. Well, to put it in perspective, we started last week. Well, yeah, it was last week. What, what, what was it, Max? About 130 to 140 followers? Yeah, we were only like 128, I think it was. We just got another follower, too. It just <laughs> happened. You're going to bring in data for the numbers here. Number crunch. <laughs> about 140. Yeah, so we gained about 900 followers. It's crazy. You know what we should have did? Not only is it the anniversary, the anniversary podcast, I should say, we should have did like a, a ball drop for when it hits 1,000 <laughs> plus the podcast. Oh, I wanted to get those noisemakers where you blow into it and it shoots out like the... Like we did on the way to the golf trip last year. <laughs> yeah, for your birthday. <laughs> that was the best ride ever. We just kept Whoa. doing it in the car. Like, <laughs> Couple couple followers just rolled in just now, back to back. Shout out oh. Kyle and Michael for throwing the follows live on the podcast. They get you a shout out. Eleven, the, uh, we got eleven left. Who's going to be the a thousand, a thousand follower? I don't know. I'm trying to think. Might have to make a couple uh, bot accounts. Hopefully it's like Brandel Chamblay or something. Somebody kind of irrelevant but tied to the PGA. Not cart drinks. Brandel Chamblay. Or it could be Michael Block, the PGA professional extraordinaire busting onto the scene at the PGA Championship this weekend. What are our thoughts about that guy? Oh, I was I was thrilled. I, to be honest, I know we always say that we all like underdog stories, but I actually was pulling for him uh, in the beginning when you start watching it. You're like, okay, he's in the tournament. That's cool. Good for him. That's a dream come true. But I mean, he was in contention going into the last day. I know he wasn't two strokes within the lead, but what, he start even on the last day, right? He was even through the first three days, wasn't he? 
Yeah, I think that's right. So, yeah, and you got to think about there's guys like Justin Thomas shooting 10 over. I think Jason Day was like 11 over. And then you have (laughs) – I'm not taking away from the block guy, but you know what I mean. Justin Thomas is a superstar in golf, very consistent. Jason Day as well. Uh, My my guy, Dustin Johnson, these are all superstars in golf. And you have a guy who uh, most people wouldn't think would do that well and played unbelievable. It reminded me of – you guys ever watched that movie, The Rookie? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's Quaid. Yeah, I thought of that movie uh, just because, you know, he's had dreams of playing golf forever, and now he's a club pro. He's giving lessons for a living, and I don't know where you get called to play in this tournament, and you do that. I mean, you couldn't ask for – that might be the Cinderella story in golf besides Tiger winning the Masters in 19. What what would you guys say the last 10 years? It was definitely a special story for sure. He played, then, I mean, his final right, day is his final day. He played with Rory, which is just insane. I couldn't even imagine. Absolutely unreal. Giving lessons and then all of a sudden playing in a major and being in contention, playing with Rory. That's nuts. Not only that, I really liked his, uh, just his attitude in general. Like he, he acted grateful to be there, but he didn't really. He didn't act nervous, but he didn't act arrogant at all. It he seemed like uh seemed like a kid playing uh playing his first game. You're just excited to be there and he actually hung in there. I thought it was cool. I thought it was very cool. I was very happy for him. Plus he hit that ace that was unbelievable. Yeah, I was gonna say he was very humble about it. And then he had he not only did he did he contend and play with Rory, yeah, he, he dunk dunks an ace on the mm-hmm. final round. That's incredible. I don't even know. Again, couldn't even imagine the feeling on that one. It's just wild, wild stuff. Through 36 holes, he is only the second PGA professional in the last 20 years to be in the top 20. So Damn. You say in the last 20 years? In the last yeah, 20 it, years. Put it in perspective wow. for us, yeah. And the thing was is it's like, it shows you how hard golf is because he was actually playing really good golf. You would guess just by watching him that he's somebody that's on the tour consistently. He was playing that good. And it just really showed you how hard golf is. Yeah, Oak Hill is not a easy course either. So that just no even says, says more. It's more about his performance. It's incredible. And um, when we get to the Charles Schwab, we'll talk about it. But yeah, he... Same day, he got a call <laughs> and was invited to play in the Charles Schwab. So I think, was it in, in Houston? He flew from from New York to Houston or Fort Worth. But While looking at up. over 1,600 text messages from everybody congratulating yeah, him, right. including the great Michael Jordan. Damn. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine the emotion going into it? And that was another thing. I watched the video of him getting a phone call. It was just touching to watch because well, when he received, you know what I mean? It just gives you chills. If you're a sports fan, I don't care if you don't really like golf that much. You enjoy those moments for anybody. That was one of those moments. Yeah, he was given lessons for 150 a pop. And then all of a sudden he's, what do you make? Probably at least close to 100, close to 100K, if not more, or a little bit less. I thought he got more than that. 
Yeah, I thought he got more than that. Oh, maybe he did. I thought it was like over 200K. Okay. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, 326,000. <laughs> oh hey, bad worst comes to worst. Huh? Worst comes to worst, you take the rest of the year off. I'm like, <laughs> it's like, it's like <clears throat> two or three of, like two or three year salary for, for us. <laughs> now, no, you guys Maybe. will know better. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> on a good year. On a good year. <laughs> yeah. No, um, now, you guys will know better than I will, but um, now, if he does well enough in the Charles Schwab, can he continue to get invited, or is it only because of exemptions that he can keep getting invited? Uh, I'm not in tune with that one. I don't know that answer. I don't know I how thought Data had that were. one for sure. <laughs> Sorry, man. You, really are, you really are the best at that, though. Every time we ask you, like, no, 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 this is actually how it goes. So I'm like, oh, Max will know this one. I will make a correction. Uh, 288000 was actually what he won. So I was wrong. Oh, oh that's, could have made a little more than that. Yeah, I was going to say. They offered him seventy five k for his hole-in-one, so that's where the, damn. I guess the total comes out to, but two eighty eight was what his prize money was. Seventy five k for hitting an ace. That's, that's insane. Got another follower here on the uh, Instagram. Oh, the There's countdown. Nine followers. Nine away. Yeah, sorry. I had to mute myself. I sneezed. Um, no, we're great. at 991 followers. Damn. It's going to awesome. happen. We're blowing up like Michael Black's phone. Jeez. I think it's going to happen live. Yeah, it's insane. Talk about uh, someone coming to play finally. Brooks Kepka takes the championship, the PGA championship. He went off. So now now he can't cry anymore about losing or or whatever. Well, I just talking yeah, about, I don't know. talking about lives just practice rounds for the PGA majors. I guess I guess he has a point now. Well, I mean <sighs> As much as people don't like him, and I know we've been back and forth on him, I do. I like how he golfs. I don't like his personality all the time, but uh, I mean his his he's stapling himself as one of the best golfers of our generation with the number of majors he's won now and how fast he's done it in his career. Yeah, he's on uh, he's on Tiger levels as far as that aspect goes. I saw the post you had. What is he? He's two made well, two major starts shy of where Tiger was in his career. He's gonna have way more than that though. Way more than Tiger. Way more majors or just way more starts? Starts. Mate okay. starts in majors. Yeah, I was gonna he say should. easy. Easy. <laughs> yeah, he's he basically better than Tiger Woods now. <laughs> now we're gonna start calling it Kepka Red. Not uh, Sunday red. Hold no that more. thought, please. Another follower. Eight away. Count it, Eight away. Count it down. Count it down. Jake, I'm interested to hear your thoughts uh, as our live correspondent for a live golf win for the PGA and f- four. I think it's four live golfers inside the top ten for the PGA Championship. My my opinion on, on it. I I like it. I really do. 
I know you guys won't necessarily agree with me, but um, I've said it a million times on this podcast. I think though, at this point, it's getting kind of silly, the rivalry. Um, I, yeah, I wish these guys would have stayed in the PGA, but we already went over those reasons why they left and to hate them for it. I think it's silly. So I, I think it's a positive for Liv. I think it will help them from a PR standpoint. We already know they have great golfers in their league, but they are struggling with TV ratings and everything else. So that's that's tough to argue. But I do think it's a positive. And yeah, it was Brooks Kepka, but at the end of the day, I, I'm happy for him. I'm happy that he won. And I, uh, I think this will kind of, this is going to do one of two things. It's going to make the tension stronger between Liv and PGA. It's going to build the rivalry. And maybe we will see a Ryder Cup type event where it's going to be Liv against PGA. I'm going to guess in the next three years, if Liv lasts that long. Or two, it's going to ease the tensions because you had guys like Rory, who was very outspoken, and he had some choice words for Phil Mickelson and some of the other guys. You had Rory hugging Brooks afterwards and being very, very nice and cordial with him. So maybe this will help ease the tension, which I think would be a positive for golf as a whole. And we can get past this uh, this silly feud because that's really what it is. Do you think it's a egg on, egg on the face moment for the PGA Tour with the live golfer winning? Or do you think it's a no big deal kind of situation? Just thinking about the PGA side. I think it's truly a perspective thing. Um, yes. To the people who are diehard PGA fans and hate live and want to hate it and hope it dies, yes, it's an egg on the face. It's a it's a dozen eggs on the face because everyone kept talking shit, saying we'll never see a live guy win a major and it's not going to happen. We're going to prove them wrong, all that. And but at the same time, if you're somebody who's a little more neutral, like I I I know Brad hates live, but and I know. We're not, I mean, I'm a fan, I'm not a fan of Liv, but for people like us that are a little more neutral, I don't think it's that big of a deal because the show's still going to go on and people are still going to be watching the PGA Tour every week. More than the Liv, that's what I should say. I do think it's kind of ironic that a Liv player won the tournament called the PGA Championship. That's a good point. Didn't even think of it that way. And I... I wouldn't say I hate Liv, just to address that. Um, I just, it's so much better when all those guys are playing in the tournaments. So, I wish I wish Liv was more accessible as far as watching it on TV. I know we talked about it before. However, yeah, I do like when all the guys are back. Obviously, Brooks, Cam Smith, all those guys are back playing together. It just makes it that much better of a tournament because you know there's going to be some low scores. It's going to be some good golf. And more times than not, those those big names are going to be right at the top. And it just makes for better golf, and it's more fun. I like that, Brad. I agree with that. I'm going to do my usual line. I like that take, Brad. That's my hot take for the night. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Jim Rome over there? Speaking of 
things that are hot that are some heat coming off of them um the Cartrinks pick em pool standings top of the leaderboard is on fire still they can't seem to put the uh they can't seem to put the fire out or settle it down at all you guys see who uh you guys see what happened well i watched my happened, guy play play worse than i would in a normal round with justin thomas shooting like plus 10 so i, I had no no horse in the race mm. Yeah, you just got to pick better. I, just, I, just, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> shut the, shut the <laughs> What's don't the gap now? Give it to us straight. All right. So with this week, I had Dustin Johnson. Double points because it's a major. I got two points, but Dustin Johnson tied 55th at nine over. Um, he was playing really well in the beginning, and I was going to send an arrogant text to the group chat, but I didn't out of the Smart reason move. that I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> Uh, next, we're going to have to go over to the wildfire over there. Uh, Brad got four points because he had the closest to the leader, Scotty Scheffler, who tied for second, which all of us want to say good pick, Brad, but we Scotty Scheffler, he's just on fire. So at the end of the day, it was still a good pick, but we all of us have to admit we we're not surprised that Scotty did as good as he did. He tied for second at seven under. Max. Smart uh, play. Smart play. We'll mm. do our usual on the podcast. Max, unfortunately, you laid the egg of the week. I'm not going to knock the guest. Um, got plus two points because Justin Thomas tied for 65th at 12 over, which helps me. And our guest picked Cam Young. I'm not going to name any names. I, we don't want to call our guest out, but, yeah, you got cut. So you got zero points. So Guests are down bad. Here we go. New leaderboard. We got Brad at 23. Max at 17. Me at 15, and the guest is now at 13. <laughs> There's some gaps being formed on that leaderboard. That's some crazy. shrinking, some growing. I know. I know. So, Max, we well, actually, Max, I don't want you to do well because I need to catch up to you, but we do need to catch up to Brad to put that fire out. So, Max, we've got to have some good picks this week. Hey, I'm just, I'm just playing the consistent mark here, just trying to get maybe one or two points here and there. Nothing crazy. Stay in second, and then towards the end, come out strong. I'm, I haven't had any peaks or valleys. Knock on wood. Uh oh. We know how that you got goes. Some time. You got some time to make up, make up some points here. Still, what two majors left to go? Two to go, and I got all the big guys left. That's true. Me too. I'm saving them. No, you used them in like week yeah, two. And three. I used John Rom. That's all I used. I did and Scotty. Use... No, I didn't. Yes, you did. I did not use Scotty Shuffler. I'm you gonna go through the Scotty. list right now while we talk. You question data like that? I you picked Scotty. That's data. why you couldn't pick Scotty for the Masters. That's not mm. true. I did. I have not picked Scotty Scheffler. I'll go through it. I picked Aaron Rye. If you want to call him out, you can pick him again if you want. <laughs> we'll give him the exemption. No, Max. I picked Rory. You no, know, you've picked all the big guys. No, I have not. I'm looking at it right now. I picked Tommy Fleetwood, who blew you guys out. All right. Hello. Tyrell Hatton, too, blew you guys out. Hello. Sahith blew you guys out. Yeah, that was I, a good I pick. Picked, I picked Matt Kuchar after John Rahm. I have not picked all the big guys. I mean, a lot of people might say Kuchar is big, but uh, no, Jeez. I have not picked Scotty. I picked Victor Hovland, uh, too. Sure I did you pick. Have. You might be right. 
I am right. Well, to go to the books. Well, you know what? You get went s- through the books. Yeah, you're right. But anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, about that win though. You know, it is a major. It's double points. Scotty's the hottest golfer right now in the field, and uh, yeah, he's back at it again at plus four hundred for the Charles Schwab. But I'll take my my six point lead. It's a good win, big win. Still gaining ground on the on the chumps. So, any last words before uh, Charles Schwab? Maybe, maybe get a couple points here. I don't have any more points on the uh, PGA Championship. That sucked. Justin Thomas was atrocious. It was a good pick, though, Max. I thought he was going to do well, but you know, that backfired. Egg on the I- face for me. I will say, yeah, you did get, you got live egged. They came flying in and they were aiming for us. They hit Max the most. (laughs) That wasn't like, Justin Thomas was not a bad pick, but he just played terrible the whole tournament. That was the worst I've ever seen him play. That course was rough on a lot of the good guys, though. I will say that. So, I mean, it it was a good pick. It was just the wrong weekend. Actually, I haven't thanks. picked JT yet either. So, thanks for making me feel better, Jake. You're welcome. Yeah, you guys might want to start pulling out some of the stops here for the next couple of tournaments to make up that that six point gap, and for some of us, a eight point gap. Let's go. And for others, a nine point gap. But regardless of that, moving into the Charles Schwab Challenge in Fort Worth, Texas, at uh, Colonial Country Club. Yes, sir. Aaron Rye is probably available. Michael Block definitely is available. If you want to go with a dark horse. But any initial thoughts, or do, do we want to get right into the Liquid IV picks of the week? I think it's going to be a great course. Um, I like the Charles Schwab, so I'm looking forward to it. Plus, it's great weather in Texas, so it's hot. I want to say everything's better in Texas. The uh, George Strait uh, and Jimmy Buffett song. Well, George Strait's song, All My Exes Live in Texas, came on, but it was a, it was him and Jimmy Buffett singing it. Great rendition, by the way. I haven't heard it. I'm going to have to listen to that one. Shout out Jimmy Buffett for, for the inspiration on the uh, Car Trinks podcast here. I love it. We got a message, Margaritaville. Yeah, we probably should. Be a good idea. Actually, no, of course. He'll take us to court. It's too similar. The names are too similar. All right. Just make sure my audio is good. Sorry, boys. (laughs) No, I got you. Yeah, I didn't know what you were doing. I didn't. (laughs) No, I always get nervous because sometimes it doesn't pick up my mic. I have to switch it manually. So I'm just making sure that everything's good. I thought you had something on your tongue. Was it loud? Was it loud? All I hear is, you want to hear what it sounded like? (laughs) Sorry, boys. Trying to wake you guys up a little bit. George Michael, careless whisper. I jumped. (laughs) (laughs) I jumped. I thought somebody was blowing on my ear. (laughs) Whispering sweet nothings in your ear. Yeah. Brandel Chamblay. I thought it was him. I hate oh. that guy. All right, let's keep going. Well, let's get into right. the Liquid IV picks of the week. 
something that I obviously have been needed. I think Justin Thomas could have used it. Their PGA pros are definitely going to need it out on the course down in Texas. Uh, but if you're tired of feeling dehydrated and low on energy throughout the day, check out Liquid IV, the ultimate hydration multiplier that will revolutionize the way you stay hydrated. Liquid IV is a cutting edge hydration solution formulated with the perfect balance of electrolytes, vitamins, and minerals to rapidly replenish your body's hydration levels. With just one serving of Liquid IV or one packet, you can hydrate more efficiently and effectively than with water alone. What sets Liquid IV apart from the hydration products is their unique cellular transport technology or CTT that delivers hydration directly to your bloodstream, ensuring rapid absorption and optimal hydration. That means you can quickly restore your body's electrolyte balance and boost your energy levels and feel revitalized in no time. Definitely going to be something that's important when you're out playing in Texas. I know we talked about Margaritaville, but my favorite flavor is Pina Colada. Um, if that's not your thing, they don't have margarita flavor, but they do have lemon lime, acai berry, passion fruit, and other flavors to help keep you refreshed and enjoyed feeling good on the course. Take a look. Check out uh, Liquid IV. If you use the code CARTDRINKS, you get 20% off your entire order, uh, which also helps you give back to people uh, with the philanthropic mission of Liquid IV. Check them out, 20% using code CARTDRINKS for your entire order. Thank you, Data, for that. Um, one more thing to note. One more thing to note on the PGA Championship um, with keeping up with the Kims. We had uh, Tom Kim missing the cut, unfortunately. Siwoo tied for sixty-two at plus three, and there's also another Kim that was playing, and he missed the cut as well. His name is. Waiting, waiting, waiting. Jesus, like the Kendall Jenner. Kim Kardashian. Kim. <laughs> it is. Uh, why can I find him? He did Kim make Kardashian. the cut. Sorry. He was also tied for 62nd plus three. It is C. Juan Kim. Oh. A lot of so there are three Kims. We got a third one in the mix here. He's on the live tour and the Asian tour. Two professional wins. Bag. Yep, just want to touch plus on that. three and he tied at 62nd. Yeah, him and Siwoo. I just tied at Dustin seconds. Johnson tied at 55 at plus nine. Maybe I read it wrong. Sorry. Oh, that was the fourth round. That was the fourth round. Plus 11. Plus 11. I was going to say, maybe I got more points than I thought. <laughs> no, I was totally reading the wrong column. My apologies. But yeah, getting back to the Liquid IV picks of the week for Charles Schwab. I am on the clock again. Is that right? That you is. You are that? the winner. What did you say? Scotty Scheffler. Max, what did you say? I said, yes, you are. You are the winner. Oh, okay. That's what I thought. Um, I'm just going to fire one off real quick here. I already got my pick set up. I am going to take Jordan Spieth for... The Charles Schwab Challenge, plus 1,400 odds, I believe. And your Liquid IV flavor of the week? I am sticking with the tried and true Seaberry, as I did last week. Okay. I believe that goes to me, then, since I am in second place, and I had the same number of points as Jake last week. 
data. You but I'm going to need I'm going to need Jake to just verify that I haven't chosen this person. This has not been a pick. So I Jake, think you can you have verify, though, please. I'm ready. I think you have everything pulled up. Yes. Sir. Um, am I able to take Cam Davis? Um, you're going to have to bear with me because now I got to scroll through them and make sure. Oof. While he's looking for that, do you have a flavor in mind? I am. So or I do. You am or you um, do? <laughs> I am my flavor and I do have my flavor. I'm actually drinking it right now. I'm going back to the OG. I'm going back to Pina Colada because when I switched it up, that sucked. And Pina Colada was working for me. I don't know why I changed. Sometimes you try to change it up. Sometimes it doesn't work. Max, you have not picked Cam Davis, by the way. Okay, I'm picking Cam Davis. Cam Davis. Yeah, he plus finished seventh 30, last year. Plus 3,500 odds. Kind of digging deep in the well here. Finished seventh last year, and I think he did all right <laughs> last week, so I'm just giving it a shot here. <laughs> kind of digging deep in the well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm coming out guns and blazing again. I'm not letting this lead diminish at all. That's fine though. That tells us you're nervous. Yeah, probably not. Jake, who's your pick? <laughs> <laughs> I am gonna go with Tony Fino. Sorry, and? no, that's that's uh, <laughs> team tropical team tropical brunch. Brunch. <laughs> Yeah, no, I tripped over my tongue there. Team Tropical Punch, Cam Davis. Okay. Tropical Brunch sounds nice, actually. Oh, can you imagine that? <laughs> a couple pina coladas with that. Oh, dude, yeah. A pina colada tower. Oh, don't Bottomless like pina that. coladas. Sounds like heartburn waiting to happen. And fish tacos. <laughs> Oysters. Are Oysters. You nuts? Well, bottomless oysters and pina coladas. <laughs> Sounds like we're Ubering back, huh, boys? It's like Jimmy Buffett said, give me oysters and beer for dinner every day of the year, and oh, I'll feel great. fine. Couldn't couldn't uh, speak more true words. That's what the doctor ordered. Tony Finau currently live odds plus 1,400, same as Jordan Spieth. But We're looking good. Battle. We're looking good. Hopefully the guest pick, whomever that is this week, will kind of get these guys back rolling again. But they've fallen off. They are nine points back of the lead. Hopefully someone can pull a rabbit out of a hat for us, for them, for them, for their sake. We need it. And then uh, you said Tropical Punch was the flavor. Yes, sir. Not bad, not bad. I, I got to make sure to put the flavor, the, the team names. I'll, I'll try to make sure I put it on the post. Yeah, or just put Liquid IV on the post, too. That'll work. Let's Logo. go. All right. Charles Schwab is wrapped up. We're, we'll be down in Fort Worth, Texas the colonial country club stay tuned for a guest pick coming up later this week when we drop the podcast we will we will find out uh running into the next topic 
any golf that has been played this past week. I don't know. It feels like it feels like it's been a a while since we did a podcast, but it was literally last week. I don't know why it seems so long ago. But I think because we're on one Matt, day, we were doing Mondays there for a second. That might be that might be true. Max, I know you got out to a local. Uh, I don't know what you got, a local municipality course. <laughs> I did. I went back to your home court. Your home course. <laughs> the day, you, the first day I that you sandbagged me. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Played with Max one time. First time ever. You ever hear had, that story, had, Jake? Had one good day. Yeah, why don't you just tell me? You? Story? Why don't you just tell me? No, I didn't sandbag anybody. Yeah, the first Max, time Max I thought ever he, Max golf. thought he was hot shit. Max thought he was hot no, shit. No, I did not. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. No. We're on the first tee box. Brad invites me out to golf. I'm like, oh, dude, this is sweet. Like someone I can actually golf with because all my other friends weren't really playing. We're on the first tee box and Brad's like, hey, man, like, are you are you good at golf? I was like, I'm like, I'm not I'm not bad. I mean, you know how I like, same way I explained it to you, but jake like i'm not i'm not bad but i'm not like great he's like what do you what do you normally shoot i'm like i'm like mid 90s which was true at the time and brad's like oh yeah like me too i usually shoot like 95 oh whoa the time i shot like an 84 82 84 it was i think it was an 82 i don't know i had a day man i don't want me to tell you Dude, you're the best best golfer on the podcast, so I don't know what you want me to tell you. I'm going to just let that one sneak by. Dude was lights out. (laughs) You're the best walking golfer on the podcast. Yeah, you're the best (laughs) walker on the podcast. (laughs) Never seen somebody walk better than Max. Great frame for walking. We have to get you some like, some sketcher shape ups for the course. <laughs> yeah, those me, ones that Tony Romo sells. We'll get you the ones that slide right on. You just push your foot in, they slide right on. <laughs> Give me some walking poles to put in my to put in my golf bag. Yeah, we will. Some some cross country skis too. Skiing across the <laughs> moon boots. We should do a round where Max has to play in moon boots and he has to walk the whole time. Should you make rub my feet after round. I'm in. A speed round in moon boots. Okay. <laughs> so you played yeah. St. Clair Shores. I did. Not not my home course. Your home course now. It is my home course now. Um, finally got out there. It'd been a little bit of a while. Great, great start to the round. You know, it's a good start when you shank it left into the parking lot on the first hole. Um, you mean the Sonic? Oh, did you actually shank it into the parking lot? Yeah, I shanked it into the park. I hooked oh, so that's hard. Horrible. Did you hit a car? It's per- no, but if I would have hit the car, I would have hit my truck. Would so, the owner okay. of a gray Dodge Prius please come? <laughs> Dodge Prius? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a new one? Is that what you drive? Yeah. They just came out with it. <laughs> and buying the rights to the Prius. <laughs> Calling it a Ram Prius a truck. But Would the owner of a, of a brown Ram Prius please head to the parking lot? Unfortunately, <laughs> you've been hit. <laughs> No, yeah, I, I hooked a left. Um, did not take a second one off the first box, off the first tee. Just played a drop. Um, ended up shooting eighty-seven. There you go. Talking about sandbagging people, dude. I'm back. I'm. A, I we talked about our goals. I can't. I have to stay under ninety. No more than four rounds in the nineties. All right. Well, you got one down. One down. 
a lot to go. Any other spectacular things happen at Sinclair Shores on Saturday? You know, it felt like the longest round of my life. I actually didn't think that I was playing that well. Uh, I played with Chase, shout out Chase, and um, he shot an 89, which is also great. So we were actually playing really, really well, but it didn't feel like it because we were stuck behind like the slowest group of all time. So it took us five hours to complete the round. Um, Their followers? That's really the only thing. Oh, let's go. Lucky seven. Seven away. So, right, yeah, it was, it was just, uh, just a frustrating <laughs> round with just how long it took and how you had to wait after every shot. But my short game was actually on point. My driver was not. Feel that. Feel that. Well, that's good. At least you got out. Yeah. Yeah, shot an 87 with going out of bounds on the first hole and a six on a par three. So, you know, means we, we should be able to break 85 again. That's life. That's a good day. <laughs> any, any issues with the ranger at the course actually no issues with the ranger ranger was actually pretty cool so we can they must have listened to the podcast last week and (laughs) said hey man this guy's coming out from cart drinks gotta be nice we gotta lighten up (laughs) they called us on our shit you know they were probably all standing in the in the like little caddy shack like smoking cigarettes (laughs) you know what he is right you do yell a lot like you know (laughs) he is right he's like damn (laughs) they saw the tea time for cart drinks they knew what was going on there you go. Did you actually make it under cart drinks? No, I did not, but I should have. Ooh. Next time. There you go. Every time I've been to St. Clair Shores, the ladies in the pro shop have just been phenomenal. Always very nice, very pleasant. Oh, yeah, she was super cool. I think it was the same lady that checked us in like years back, Brad. I wouldn't be surprised. It's a great job to have. It is. Jake, any golf for you this weekend? No. I wish I had better stories. I did almost go with Max, but I wasn't able to go, unfortunately. So now that I found out he shot an 87, I'm glad I didn't go because it probably would have been miserable. But, uh, but yeah, no, no golf this week. I'm hoping to golf this weekend. Um, and then me and Max are obviously talking about golfing this week too. So I want to get out there. I haven't been out since Florida. Yeah, you probably got to get out. Yeah. What are you gonna do when we golf on the for the one year coming up? Now that we've hit it, you're gonna get. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna drink. Gonna owe us a lot of money. No, I'm just gonna drink. Yeah, we're gonna, we should play one of those games. Uh, I like that bingo, bango, bongo. It's the first time I heard of it. That one's fun because anybody can win money on that. Yeah, unless you're Jake. Right. All right, go. buddy. All right, buddy. Here we go. You know what he's trying to do? He's trying to get me fired up for the one-year anniversary so we can go back to the old episodes when I yelled at everybody. Well, you already have your shirt off, so that's step one. Getting heated up. Is that guy that I've always felt like that afterwards, always felt like that guy that used to have that Wall Street show, Jim Cramer, where he's yell at the TV. <laughs> Jim Cramer or Mad Mike, Mad Money Mike. Money, I don't know his name. Oh, yeah, it was Mad Money with Cramer. Mad Money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I told you it's my resolution God, this year. This now. Level headed. Hey, remember, remember when we played Oakhurst, Jake, and it took you six shots to get to the green? Oof. You would win a bongo there, or you would win a bango because you would get it closer to the hole. Because it doesn't matter about how many shots it took you to get to the green, as long as you were closest to the hole. 
No, I'm glad you reminded me too that it took me six shots. So I appreciate it. Yeah, it was a it was a rough day. <laughs> it was one. I'm one of the best experiences of my life. But I I golfed god awful. I was nervous. Max's dad was there, and it was just the first hole. You, you recovered. Sorry, Mr. McCain. Sorry, I was running and get my ball. <laughs> he was hustling. Yeah, he, he obviously has never walked the course before, so he was out of gas. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was dead at the end, and I stole bucket load of tees before we left. So you have to shout out Oakhurst. I still have them in my bag. Yeah, yeah, you pay for it, so why not? Shout out Oakhurst. Hey, you did almost win. Uh, lowest putts. That's what I'm there for. I'm here for a long time. I'm here for a good time. Just, <laughs> I was gonna. Just, you didn't. You didn't. I was thinking of Joey's putter. You didn't. You had. You had your new putter at that. Yeah, at I didn't that have that. Joey uses a iron from <laughs> the, the 1800s. It looks like yeah, an anvil. <laughs> That's such a big putter. We gotta get a picture of that putter and post it. That's it's just probably ridiculous. the most ridiculous putter ever. And then the funny thing is that was like new technology back in the day, but he still probably got made fun of when he used it. It's my dad's hand-me-down putter. You, you gotta take a picture of that and post it. Like put it's, it. Put it like a tape measure next to it too. I know <laughs> or people like can't. measure, but. <laughs> I know, people, I know people on here haven't seen it, but it's literally like two and two and a half of a regular putter. It's head like on the it. size of a twelve, oh a 12 the size twelve men's shoe. And you, <laughs> it's like when you go to like, remember Sports Authority? Remember when that was a store? When you go there and you buy tennis shoes, and they have like those massive, two, massive shoes, like the big and tall store. That's where you, that's where you get this putter. Another follower. Uh oh. Uh oh. We still got 18 minutes left. We might hit it before we're done. Getting close. Getting close. We're going to have to. Hey, what, did he just put a shoe on it for a putter cover? Or, like, what do you do? <laughs> no, he uses a hockey <laughs> skate. But no, it literally is. It's it's like two and a half of our putters. Like, our putters are normal sized. What we would consider, no, every golfer would consider our putters normal sized, but then his putter is mad. And you would think it would be heavy too. It's like lighter than all our putters too. You'd think because it's bigger, it'd be, oh, I get it. It's weighted, you know, more control. No, sure. it's not. It's super light and it's, oh, it's just huge. I don't even know how to describe it. We call it the Edmund Fitzgerald. Shout out Joe and his putter. Brad, you get out golfing? Uh, yes, I did. I hit the range Saturday evening because I needed to test out the driver with the adjustments to the weights. And the adjustments made a world of difference, let me tell you. Nice. I think I I hit every I hit like maybe ten to twelve drives and they were just dead. Dead nut straight. Maybe one, I had one that was a little bit of a slice, but I kind of dialed it in at the range. It, it felt really good. And then Sunday was league uh, league day out at Devil's Ridge in Oxford. And, yeah, we played really well, uh, me and Dennis. We shot a four under for the round. Almost five. Uh, my birdie put on eighteen barely lipped out, so that was a little bit of a heartbreaker. But uh, from what it sounded like, that might have been uh, 
one of the top scores of the day for the two man scramble. Ooh. So that was nice. Uh, I did have some issues with the driver on a couple holes, uh, like not not slicing it, but just like kind of like you, Max, shanking it really bad, like yeah. to the left, like miss hitting it on the heel really bad. I don't know why, but uh, I did get it adjusted a little bit and hit a few really really good drives. So that that felt really nice. Irons were good, made a lot of a lot of good putts. Uh, the first hole. We saved par. We both went OB on the drive. We saved par. I sunk a like twenty to twenty five foot putt to save par. <laughs> it Let's was go. Nuts. And that's without I didn't even hit the putting green before. So that was my first putt of the day. I just tapped it and it yeah, it fell. So that kind of set the tone for the day for us. And I I don't unofficially I had at least two, if not three or four, self birdies on the course. Ooh, what so a round! That, that was definitely a little confidence boost. That was nice. Three iron, three iron shots were on point. They had. Um, I'm trying to think of which hole it is. It's on the back towards towards the end of the towards the end, maybe. I don't know, 16 maybe or 14. I don't know. But it's a, it's a really hard dog leg right. But if you cut the trees, you could potentially hit the green. It's like 260. But I went with the – there was guys on the green, so you can go for it. But I hit my three wood or my three iron really nice, like a nice uh, fade. And it cut, it like cut these trees and went right in the middle of the fairway, probably like – 40 yards away from the green chipped nice. on made birdie on that one yeah that, that was a really good one Jeez, have a day huh it was working man everything but the couple drives that i shanked but everything else seemed to be pretty decent and we picked each other up when we needed to and yeah ended up going low the only bad thing is we that was our only our second round playing together so we were still establishing our handicap for the league so that might hurt us a little bit in the handicap, but it is what it is. We had a good day. Nice weather. Beautiful weather, actually. But I like it. That's a good day. Devil's, it's a good round. Devil's Ridge. Devil's Ridge. It was pretty good. Pretty good shape. There was probably the nicest starter I've ever encountered in my life. I didn't get his name, but... Dennis was actually running a little bit late. He was coming straight from work and we were waiting on the tee box to tee off and he rolled up and the starter was like, Oh yeah. Like, you know, no problem guys. You guys got plenty of time. Don't worry about it. The, the nice is like, we thought, wow. We're gonna, I, was, I thought I was gonna have to play at least a couple holes by myself, but he got there in time and the starter was like not pushing us or anything or not like pissed off. So that was nice. He listened to the podcast too. <laughs> He didn't seem like a golfer, but he was a really nice guy. Did you have the hat on? No, I had my Nike hat on. Mm. 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 Yeah, no. Mm. I'll be honest, I didn't have it on. But I will for the one-year golf uh, golf tourney. Yeah, Jake's got to get some practice in before that. Yeah, I have to play. Yeah, he probably I'm, should, huh? I'm anxious to get out. 
It's coming up. Got to get the round in soon. When is it? Well, soon. We just hit the one year, so. Yeah, this is the one year, one anniversary, one year anniversary podcast. Card Trinks turns one. It's going to be the title of the podcast, by the way. The Beatles. Start playing that Beatles happy birthday song. Old Lang Syne. We're going to sing it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of the one year, do we want to kind of run it back and give a brief timeline of things and how uh, we got started here with with the podcast? Let's do it. All right, let's do it. Jake, you want to start it off? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I mean, we've told the story before, but car drink started uh, during COVID. Uh, me and Brad were golfing together at Rambler Golf Course. Shout out, Rambler. Bring back the shout-outs, too, by the way. Um, Got to cut the shout-outs down. Big Jimmy Buffett fans, and me and him were sitting in the cart waiting to tee off. Or no, it might no, what? No, it was Maple Lane. I can't even remember think, at this. What do you think, courses. We were golfing. That's all you need to know. Yeah, it was one of those, too. So we're sitting in the cart, and um, boat drinks started playing, speaker. And uh, somehow at the exact same time, me and Brad at the same time went, Card drinks, the boys in the group boarded card drinking. Oh, that was good. That was good. Like really into it. So whatever. And then we we I know we golfed together for a long time. Max, that was way before I met you. And um, I don't know thing, why that's relevant. No, I was saying well because I was gonna bring <laughs> how you, yeah, I was gonna Max, bring how you guys this off. Yeah, no, I was gonna bring how you guys. <laughs> I was gonna bring how you got started in the group. Um, so me and Brad talked about it. We're like, yeah, let's make a page. Cause we always liked all the golf pages. So went over Brad's one night, got started. Nope. I still have the yellow notepad. Got me in a little bit of trouble in the past, but I still have it. Um, talked about starting a card drinks page. We did it. And then, uh, time goes on Q and max tell max about our idea. And then I actually ended up working for max for a little bit. Told max, we want right. to start working a podcast for Working for Max. <laughs> that's right i was his real estate agent we'll just we'll just put it there um nah he worked for me all right easy um (laughs) so whatever and then we start talking to max and obviously we're all boys and uh podcast starts that was uh may of 2022 correct and that would um, be one year (laughs) yeah we uh we did our first podcast we've had many podcasts some heated more fun than heated some shitty terrible podcast not terrible looking back they're fun it's only gotten better from the beginning but yeah one thing led to another we went from five followers to 10 followers and we're like oh this is kind of cool this is growing and now we're gonna hit a thousand followers hopefully by today end of today i don't know i know that's a vague statement but it's really started from from the ground up and this has become a weekly thing for a year straight and i still can't believe it here we are again look at us now we have yeah, merch really, uh, and a Max website really jump started yeah merch and website yeah max really jump started the old podcast he was driving it for a while Got max was the original original host. Host. Max, young max, <laughs> max was the original host he started yeah. as an intern and He's look at me now. For, 
you know, he's working for us now. <laughs> Still pissed he's wearing an Indiana hat. But yeah, he was wor- he's working for us and I think one thing led to another. To those, yeah. I'll have to go back and listen to some of those early podcasts. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, you guys are right though. They are rough when you listen to the early ones and then we like slowly work into what we're doing now. Like I, I we have seriously improved. It went from being like a very stale conversation to me arguing with you guys and then embarrassing myself to now it's like we're consistent. I feel like we have good content now and I don't know, it's it's become a routine. It's not like it's a job, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, we just kind of took it in and ran with it, really. We didn't have any idea what, what it would do. We just did it for fun. We're still doing it for fun. And now, um, yeah, about to hit 1,000 followers. Podcast, 1, over, 40, over 40 episodes, which is crazy. We have our own hats, which will be become more available shortly. We've got a few kinks sold out immediately scared the shit out of all of us yeah way to mention that too (laughs) like i mean it's like the more we talk about i think about different things that have happened like yeah we i remember our first post where we had like 500 likes like oh my god this is it this is it i can quit my job (laughs) and then uh (laughs) now it's grown into now we have over close to 500k plays on some of our stuff and we have fans in germany and bangladesh and i know i'm not mentioning all the countries but (laughs) very grateful for all of it sold out our hats did a merch drop max made a beautiful website max we started blog posts um sponsors rolling in sponsors rolling in Mm -hmm. we've had more inquiries about more sponsors um i i well i mean we all had a vision that we could get to this point one day and I'm sure we'll talk about this next year. And hopefully at that point we're even further, but I, I mean, it came to fruition. We went from 130 to 140 followers last week to we're going to hit a thousand tonight. It's wild. What a wild journey. It's been a great first year. Yeah. We're going to keep it up, man. I mean, we got a lot of ideas, a lot of ideas coming. Oh yeah. Get on the course. Get a few drinks. A little twilight golf. A little weekend golf. Get some get some footage from the actual course and us playing. So you guys can actually see us. Um either play well or you can call us out for <laughs> banana swings. All right, easy. Yeah, the banana swing. I forgot about that. Banana swing. Yeah, check out that post. The banana swing is pinned <laughs> on the Instagram page. I don't think we can ever remove that pin. We'll just have to repin new stuff next to it. That <laughs> one's going to have to stay forever. <laughs> it's been a hell of a ride, and I'm glad we started it, and look where we are now. Yeah, it'll be exciting to see what comes of it next. I mean, we're still – I think we're still – in the early stages of many different things, but kind of just putting one foot in front of the other and seeing what happens. I mean, we're going to, the way we see it, we're going to golf anyway. We're going to have a few pops while we do it. Might as well share, share it and see, (laughs) see, see where it goes. 
because there's some of the funniest things you'll ever <laughs> you'll ever see and hear uh, on the golf course, especially when all of us are together <laughs> and on the golf trip, the good trip up in northern Michigan. So I don't know. We'll put it out and uh, yeah, get these sponsors going, get some more merch going, and just keep it rolling. It's uh, it's weird because it's it really is just a hobby for us, but we truly enjoy doing it. So that's what makes it so uh, is fruitful the right word. I'm going to try and sound like an intellect here um, when all this comes comes into play. So no, it's cool. I'm excited. Yeah, and we got some other local golf brands in the area, the Metro Detroit area that we've been in talks with. So going to sit down with them and. And pair up and see what they, you know, if they want to, or they, what do the kids call it, collab? <laughs> yeah, I'd love, I'd love to sit down and talk about content we could create together. I'd love to collab sometime. We're gonna have to get those, uh, those frames that do the light. It's like the round thing with the light. You plug your phone into it. will make TikTok dances and stuff. Shout out Bubba Watson, piece of shit. I'll never but do yeah. a TikTok dance ever. That's what I don't want to happen. Well, that's what makes this thing so much fun because we talk shit about those people. We're just going to get our videos out there. That's all we're going to do. And the podcast. Just what the doctor ordered. I mean, almost a thousand people like it. So, I mean, we even have a Jehovah Witness commenting on our stuff. So we got the yeah, religious was, folks in there. That was way out of context. That did not make... I mean, I I like, I'd respect you preaching your message, but that was the wrong post to do that on. It was... <laughs> No, I'm laughing though. Like we went from <laughs> the only comments on anything we post are the the spam golf accounts. <laughs> we have like tens tens of people, <laughs> tens and tens of people coming. <laughs> well, I'm laughing too because it's always like promote it on golf fun at dot sixty nine. Like it's like oh, okay, no. How about you promote it? It's always like the weirdest page. Well, we're blessed now after that comment, after the Jehovah Witness yeah. one. We should have him on. Yeah, might have to go say a prayer. Blessed for our she one get, year. We should, we should get them on the course. I don't think they what can do they that. Do? Yeah, they can. They can no, golf. they can't. They, do, they can't do holidays. They can't play golf. It's in the thing. I work. <laughs> It's such, bull- it's such bullshit. I worked with a guy who's Joel Witness. He always golfs. Yeah, they always show up my I, front it, door. It didn't really, it wasn't very, I wouldn't say it wasn't very by the book, but that's, that's a story for another day. I always feel bad because they're, they're really nice people, and my problem is I'm afraid to be mean to them. Like, get off my porch. So every time they come, I'm really nice, but then unfortunately they just keep coming back, and I have nothing against that, but I'm like, man today's not the day yeah they keep coming back just keep talking to them hey how's it going that's crazy how that works yeah yeah well i don't have it so they know they can knock on your door well i not to get sentimental but i don't have it in me to be mean to somebody who's trying to spread their message i'm not gonna be like get off my damn porch but uh so i think that's why they keep coming back but yeah yeah i always say yeah no i'm busy right now love to talk another time Hey, when you have to prospect every day, oh. you kind of show a little bit of respect for it too when they got to do their prospect. 
hundred percent. And I get, I'm giving, I give them credit. They're out there trying to do a good thing. They're not out there coming to my porch like, hey, you want to try this heroin? No, they're like, hey, <laughs> you ever thought of Jehovah? There's those are two different things. So they're, they're they have a, they have a good message. So I respect it. Jeez. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you guys do that. It's not for me. What talk to Jehovah's Witnesses? <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, not for that. everybody. It's not for <laughs> born and born and raised a Catholic. I can't talk to them. Yeah, me too. I have religion. to tell them that. They always ask, like, so what did you do growing up? I was like, yeah, so technically I'm Catholic. And they're like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I was raised Catholic, so. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with being a any type of religion. Oh, not not at all. That's why that's why I can't like I'll never be mean. I can't do it. Yeah, just gonna... don't answer the door. It's pretty simple. Ah, it's hard though when they see me walk by with no shirt on. Hey, how's it going? You just wait. I mean, you just wave at them. <laughs> busy, busy. The door's locked. I don't know how to open it. Sorry. <laughs> I don't have the keys. <laughs> I'm inside the house. I I don't have the keys. I can't. I can't. You're trying to make an excuse. Yeah, it locks from the inside. I can't open it. <laughs> it locks that, what, you know what the funny thing is? I would say that, and then they would call the cops because they think I'm like locked in somebody's house. <laughs> All right, so listen, long story short, I didn't have the heart to tell them to get the hell out of here, so I lied and said I was locked in this house. And yeah. <laughs> and then they called you. Yeah. Yeah, tune in the next episode when... Jake gives us the rundown of how he converted from Catholic to Jehovah Witness. They were here last week. Hello. Yeah, keep answering the door. What am I supposed to do? Say, get the hell out of here? Is it called the King the Kingdom Kingdom Hall? Is their no, name of the church? I know what you mean though, because there are, there are times when I just won't answer the door. I'll lay I'll lay flat on the couch because then they can't see me. Because <laughs> they can't. They're like peeking through the window. They're like looking through the window. Like no, you're in. no way. No, I'm not joking. So every time they catch me, it's like they know what to do. They, they catch, catch me. me. <laughs> they catch me when I have the storm door open or the so they can see in, and it's always like right as I'm walking by with a cup of coffee, like the summer wind, like singing to myself. <laughs> they, got your, they got your schedule. They got your schedule locked down. Not only that, I have a puppy at home now too. So I was like, "Shut up, shut up, Rudy!" Like yelling. So they're like, "We know you're in there." Why is that a weird? Why is that a thing though? Like nowadays when. You hear the doorbell, you get kind of scared. You hit the deck. You always do. It's like, oh. You guys gotta watch the the comedian Sebastian Meniscalco. Oh, that's yeah, cool. has, that he, one's gold. Oh, his his bit about like when the doorbell rings is so funny. He's like ducking down. He's like, get down, get down. <laughs> Yelling at his wife to get down. The best was like it, the best was when he said he's like, unless you called me ahead of time. Don't show up and ring my doorbell because I'm not going to answer. That's the way he said it. Yep. That actually that actually does hold some truth because if you ring the doorbell, I'm going to assume you're door knocking, even though I I mean, I don't do that anymore, but I did do that at one point. I'm not going to answer. I don't want to. Yeah, you're just not expecting it. It's so weird. Yeah, like that was part of the bit was like back in the day, you used to be excited. You'd have like cake or something for people yeah. come on <laughs> in have a drink like, everybody come on in and then now it's like and who, who, who invited people over nobody told me <laughs> only time i'll answer the doorbell if it rings is halloween <laughs> he said as, as a kid his, his mom would buy the entomans cake and, and yeah. he would get yelled at if he tried to eat it he's like no 
This is for company. <laughs> they would have cake in case people came to the door. <laughs> oh, it's so true, though. There's always cake. That actually oh. is, because you know who used to do that was my grandma. Yeah, that was like what that was yeah, like the exciting was a thing. thing. Yeah, come on in. For now you cake. stand at the door and you peer out, peer out the blinds until the Amazon driver leaves, so you can grab your package without having to make eye contact. It was that, or then my grandpa. I don't care who it was that came in. Immediately going over and like bringing out a bottle. Anybody wanted you want something to drink? Like pouring it while they're Always. talking. Yeah, that's like like in the middle of the day, people stopping by. <laughs> that's such an old school move. Yeah. Now, if you drink drink before two o'clock, people are like, "What's wrong with you?" But when people used to come in, they did. You had that. My grand, I remember my grandpa doing that. Like, wow. Maybe that bring that time, back, man. huh? Should. You actually should. Like back then, it's crazy how back then, like, someone would knock on the door and you just open it immediately, not even knowing who it was. <laughs> well, even us as kids. Can you imagine yeah. if I knocked on Jake's door right now and been like, hey, can you uh, can you hang out today? Yeah. And oh, like, don't, don't even yeah. get me started about the glory. Well, well, that was the best. Yeah, that was the best. Riding your bike. Well, oh, the best yeah. was just ran- randomly riding the bike. Well, the touchback on being a kid, like you get excited when the doorbell rings, you got more excited because you didn't know who it was and there's a chance it could be one of your friends wanting to do something. <laughs> yeah. Is Jake home? No, I can no, just... No, he's at practice. Dang. Now, now Billy just Snapchats Robert and says, hey, you want to ride bikes? Like, no, no. <laughs> you want to play Fortnite? I don't, think, I don't even think kids ride bikes anymore. I don't think they ride bikes anymore. Don't, kids don't even drive cars anymore. Those like, bird scooters. I know. There's a lot of kids these days that have no desire to get their driver's license. Yeah, you know what? I'm glad you brought that up. That that it's a weird thing. And I've met more than one person who didn't have their driver's license at 21. Yeah, that insane. was the only thing we wanted. Yeah, when you turn like 14, was 14 in like five months or something? Yeah, you got that. Me- like, immediately permit. signing up for the class. That was the best. I failed my road test the first time. I was pissed. Oh, yeah, it's tough. How do you how do you fail your road test? I turned left at a red light. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Got really nervous. I, was, I thought you were gonna say like uh, I hit the cones in the parking, yeah, exactly. or I rolled a stop sign. No, no I, I nailed the at parking. A red light. No, I was born to park. I'll tell you that much. But when uh. <laughs> Lady was making me so nervous. And then I got my mom in the backseat. Brad knows my mom. She's high intensity. Like, so I got her white knuckling the seat. Like, I'm only going 25 on a side street. And she's like looking at me in the mirror, biting her lip. And I'm like, oh my God. So getting so nervous. So we pulled up to a red light in the late. And now I'm, I'm sweating bullets. Like, I'm nailing the test. I would have passed if I wouldn't have did that. But I also could have killed myself and maybe a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> I got to the yeah, red. I got to the red light, and she goes, "All right, I want you to really think about what you're gonna do next." So I stopped for a second. <laughs> so then I started panicking. My internal thoughts. So I just hit the gas. No <laughs> gas, no brakes. <laughs> she, she's like, "What are you doing?" Like screaming. I was like, "What?" Jeez. I want you to really think about what you're going to do next. See ya. Yeah, why would you say that to somebody who's passing? The- she wanted me to fail. That was her <laughs> fault. That wasn't even mine. Uh, 
That's awesome. Live, live and let die, huh? Yeah. Can't beat him. There was a little mini, mini tangent. He just went on Jehovah Witness to the driving driving school <laughs> driver's head. Oh, man. Yeah, that was crazy. Well, this has officially been the Car Drinks one-year anniversary podcast. One-year-old Car Drinks. It's a special time. Special time around here. I don't think we hit the 1,000 followers live, but uh, I'm sure that we will get there in I don't know, the at least the next few hours, probably overnight. Yeah, by the time it's posted. Left. Sure. Are we going to do something like, for the 1K? Yeah, we're going we're gonna to spin something up. We're definitely going to do a golf round for the one, or oh, for the 1K, sorry, yeah. We're going to light something on fire. Yeah. Should we give Maybe we'll go, we can give away a hat. We can, I don't know, maybe we can go live on Instagram or something. Figure that out. I like it. But yeah, come a long way. Got a long way to go. Hopefully you guys stick around for the ride. If you're here for a little bit, if you're here for the long term. Either way, appreciate all the support. Liquid IV, shout out to them. Use code CARDRINKS at checkout. 20% off your entire order. Congrats, Brooks Kepka for winning the PGA Championship, as much as I hate to say it. Charles Schwab coming up. Hopefully you all can pick up some ground in the standings here of the CARDRINKS pool. And this has been number 43. We will... See you. Bye-bye.